There it is. I'm Charles Holmes from The Ringer Music Show. And I'm Cole Kushner from Dissect. And Charles and I are teaming up to create Last Song Standing, a new show where we determine an artist's single best song by debating our way through their entire catalog. And for our first season, we're covering Kendrick Lamar. We're talking Good Kid to Pimple Butterfly, Damn, Mr. Morale, the mixtapes, the Lucy's, and the features. Listen to Last Song Standing on the Dissect podcast feed only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Listeners, welcome. This is Sound Only. I'm Justin Charity. And I'm Michael Peters. We're your Sound Only co-hosts. Here to record our deepest, darkest thoughts about the millennial lifestyle. About the luminaries of the millennial culture. About young boy, never broke again, and other concerns micah (laughs) yes 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 um i was wondering what you would come to me about this here's Uh, the thing like micah micah and i talk right and micah micah's like uh, you know we're asking each other what we've been up to micah lists a variety of things like veritable renaissance man over here right (laughs) and all i have to say to micah is like well you know i went back and listened to all the 90 NBA Young Boy tapes that were released week. in the last month. Yeah, this, this, this honestly trying to like the, you can't just like dip your toes into like a Young Boy catalog to get us to like it's like you can't do a, like drive by criticism of 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 Young Boy albums or of Young Boy in general because there's it's he's like so he's he's so few places or writers or whomever or whatever like directly contend with young boy for whatever number of reasons like uh because it's it's complicated simply because of like the body of work like the uh like sort of like the the the, the weird success of the body of work and like the constant churn of everything it's like the only person with a comparable output is like maybe currency yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. currency is a currency is an underground artist who, like, you know, like his music is his his, his Instagram is full of him playing <clears throat> model Hot Wheels with his kids, or you know, going to car shows or performing in New Orleans or being in the studio having an actual 
good time eating ice cream with Jermaine Dupree and like being like, you know what? Let's bang out nine records because we just the vibe is just so good in here right now. Yeah, Young Boy albums do not sound like that. Like there's, <laughs> it's like there is, there's not like a there's no sense that he's having a good time. Like and there is, but it is thorough and like guttural and heartfelt and extreme with like several X's every single time and they're 30 song projects and they're out every month. <laughs> like it's yeah. kind of absurd. Well, the one that's out now is definitely like that. It's exactly 30 tracks and it's, it's long, it's longer than the others, but then it, the songs are also super short, but your point about thorough, it's like, you know, on paper, it's kind of like, if you remember 10 years ago, what it meant to catch, to sort of keep up with Gucci Mane tapes when he yeah. was when he was locked down. But like, not really, because those tapes really were kind of prison dumps. You know what I mean? You know you were kind of like wading through crates to kind of just like pluck yeah. out shit that was worthwhile. Whereas like the young boy, the young boy thing is more like, oh, this is the actual like business. This is the deliberate foundational business model for this dude is to release music at this clip right as it were yeah and, and you can either keep up with that or you you can't right or Lil B yeah Stefan shouts out to our yeah, producer oh, you Stephon. know what yeah Actually, Lil B Lil, Lil B did the B same is shit exactly, yeah yep, that's Lil B is and that's an excellent call because it's just kind of like you would have you gotta you had to wade through a lot of shit to get to I'm God yeah you had to like there's it's there is a like I guess it's just kind of like you I've like I feel for you having to listen to all of the young boys stuff and it's good like young boy young boys music is like I mean like I like it I love it but like it's also sort of you gotta it you just there's thirty songs but it's, and it's an hour and a half. Uh, on the, this new album, Slimito, or the last yeah. Slimito. Uh, and I really think I texted you when I was seven songs into it, and then it catches on really hard for like four songs and then fades back into like really maudlin saccharine stuff for like another three records, but then it comes back to, you know... It, and then it goes to outer space for the next four. Like these albums have like so such wild pacing. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. Like this song is thirty. It's like this album is thirty tracks long, and there are only I counted there are only six songs on the album that are longer than three minutes. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. Yeah. Even the even the maudlin sort of the slower stretches feel really like they're sort of they phase shift in and out of them really quickly. Like, okay, I have a th I have a question for you, right? It's like, okay. what I was listening to this album, and I, I think this is true of Youngboy in general, but it's definitely true on this album. Is like he has he has mannerisms that are like every other pastor I had growing up, right? And I know <laughs> that some people like look so, to some extent, every black American man from the deep south has a little bit of pastor in him, right? But but young boy in particular, <laughs> like he's in that, he's in that like Boosie Gates tradition, right? Where it's like, I mean, I think, I think Boosie and Gates are more sort of 
that streak sort really of like, what yeah, they're doing of like I, I, this religiosity. Yes, it's where it's just sort of like there is sort of the idea that there is a correct way to live that all, and only like he is you know privy to it, but he's willing to share like information about it. Like it's like the tone is like very. <laughs> and when I think about like when I think about Young Boy now, um, one, uh, his he's not like his 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 he's he's a rarity in that his socials are completely handled by management and they are like they read as such like across like the mm-hmm. like across his bio because he's had so many problems legally and otherwise like with just having access to people online and having you know star to fan interactions yeah number two is like currently how i think about young boy um also like is uh and now it's like sort of like the dread sticking out of the side of the dad hat level of 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 young boy i don't know if you ever cleaned that up (laughs) There's because I mean again, there's not like a, a going record of like how he exists corporeally yeah. in the world. <laughs> how he exists corporeally. Yes. Yes. I'm just I'm just say, I'm telling it like it is. Yeah. Like so is is like is what was it? I think this was it wasn't on Sincerely Cantrell, it was the album that was right before that it was some it was some line on there where he's just like, I can't fuck with I can't fuck around with these niggas. Let me go home, take my meds. It's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just because, like, he's just got, like, from coming, it, like, his whole thing has been wilding out, like, for as long as you or I can remember. But, like, now yeah. at this stage in his career is all about his child and trying not to, uh, like, you know, fall prey to recidivism rates. Right, right. That's it. But it's not even just those values things. It's like, even if you take, musical stylings, like physicality. It's like, think of the difference between when baby raps fast, right? When he raps fast, he just sounds like a slick talking dude, right? Whereas to me, like when young boy starts rapping fast, he starts turning like Pentecostal. He's like Pentecostal Super Saiyan, pulpit stomping around. And God said, you know what I mean? It, well, that, like, it's that quality to him. I, it's interesting that you brought, it's like, it's like you brought up baby because like, well one they have a they have a joint project like and mm-hmm. it kind of they have a joint project on which there is a song where they both do playboy cardi together playboy cardi mm-hmm. was not in the room for that song i forget what the <laughs> name of it is I know, but you know which one i'm talking about mm-hmm. but uh the baby has like for the greater part of his career like you know had the charges of one dimensionalism like to the point where he had to like on his biggest single to date, or I guess I haven't checked in a while, but the one where he had the music video that where they, you know, like he went to all the late night shows and was performing it. Like he has that one line on there. Where he's just kind of like, he switched the flow up. Like, uh, like as a, like here, nigga, damn moment. Like I can rap in a different way. I'm just choosing to do this slinky Tomcat thing that I do. Right. Right. Um, whereas, like NBA young boy gathers downhill momentum and it's like 
as as the snowball is gathering mass and rolling downhill you that you got to think that it's also picking up everything in its wake and shattering all the lodges and there's glass and and you know branches and you know trunks sticking out of it as it's crashing down to the bottom of the because it's like his voice is gravelly like it's like he smokes you know newports for stress type of voice <laughs> like and it and it changes like like as if it's like something physically that he holds in his hand from like one big be- for the beginning of the song to the end like on a song like uh lost soul survivor like on the on that new yeah. album um and it's like and it's always entertaining too entertaining like <laughs> there's which is why I was saying the thing about it being that long and having to digest it in X number of song intervals. I don't know if you saw that piece that Sarah Hagi wrote in on like on Gawker like today about watching Alita Battle Angel. Like some movies have to be watched in five minute increments, which is like <laughs> no, kind of like it's like it's like it's a it's a it's a wild concept, and I find like I personally like being because I, I need to see the thing from beginning to end. If we got cut off in the middle of the episode, we got to start it over the next time we watch it. Type of person, right? I find this like I have a have a religious objection to that in TV terms, but it's just like sometimes albums got to be approached that way. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe after like a seven to ten day binge of NBA Youngboy, I think in retrospect, I probably agree <laughs> with you about that. Yo, also, can we go on a tangent real quick about Lost Soul Survivor? Because I swear to God, like, I'm mad. I'm putting a bounty out to listeners, soundonlypod at gmail.com. Because I swear to God, I need to know the sample. Because like, maybe maybe it's just the original, like, the piano is a beat. But I swear to God, the piano in that song is the fucking, it's the main menu music from Final Fantasy X Part Two. I can swear. I swear on my life. I when would I not first heard that, that melody. I when I like, first heard like, that melody. Listen, it's, you know, you're seeing, this is a you're seeing pie everywhere type of moment. But like, you know, I'm going to say that not like, you know, because I don't, I don't think you're totally off base that like, there's a good, there's a good possibility and you know it that the, like, who is it that produced that? was just kind of like, you know, I'm a fuck about with this one. Cause there's like, there, there's, there's trace <laughs> elements of like standards all over the album. Like there always is with, uh, yeah. with, uh, with a young boy album. What was it? The one in 2019, um, that had, that had self-control on it and hot now, um, started with, uh, God damn it! I'm gonna. This is. I'm gonna trail off, and it's gonna drive me crazy, and I'm not gonna get it. So I don't. You know what? Rather than scratching around for this for another like five minutes, let's just move on. <laughs> However, you're not wrong about like you know the Final Fantasy uh, thing. It pro- I mean, like you know, it's probably in there. But yeah, listeners, if you're if you actually produce the song, yeah, you know, all chances Jesus you Christ. listen to this. This is like I. It's a- Ten, this is ten a double shot. dollar bounty. All right, ten double dollar bounty for, for the samples on the fucking <laughs> Lost Soul Survivor, bro. Uh, I don't know. I like the album a lot. Like I said, I think I think um, 
I don't know. Young boy albums are kind of all over the place, or projects are all over the place. Like this one's, I think, pretty good. Um, until Death Call My Name, probably still the best one of all of them that I've listened to. But this one's pretty good. I liked it a lot. It made me think of gospel music. It made me think of like when my favorite rap producer was London on the track, because mm. it's like half these songs are that yeah, that's, that kind honestly, of dark piano shit. You remember like when they had well the the most recent mainstreams like spike in mainstream embrace of young boy was probably like uh around springtime last year or rolling into the playoffs like the 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 young sons core was doing well and everybody loved like you know deandre eight and the kale bridges and and uh, and Devin Booker and everybody was looking they were just going to dance their way back to the finals and you know everybody remember the, the, the seven seconds or less sons it's better and newer and younger and light skinned niggas this time they were in the they were the beginning of the in the warm up they were dancing to uh, Nevada from Sincerely Cantrell and like mm-hmm. then like I mean it was just you know that everybody was running that song up, and it's great. I'd like, but yeah, like sincerely, Cantrell <clears throat> has like some of my favorite uh, young boy songs of like the last like five years on it, like White Teeth and obviously Nevada. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, until Death Call My Name is probably like the best one, like front to back. Yo, also, the fact that you just said of the past five years, like, it's, it's just wild to think. Like, I'm thinking back to what I remember when, when Youngboy first blew up. It's like wild. He's 22. You know what I mean? It's wild that he's, he's been around. It's he's like, like been, yeah, he's like, he's been, like, since since he was 16. Yeah, yeah it was it was, yeah. it was 16. He was 16 when, uh, uh, he yeah, started he was doing the shit with Boosie and all that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, he only 22, bro. He falling out with Atlantic. It's just a lot of drama now. I don't know what's going on with him now. I don't know if he's signing like an actual record contract after he leaves Atlantic, whether he's just going to become like a YouTube feudalist. I don't know. Um, that's all I got about Youngboy, though, unless you got anything else. No, no. I actually have nothing to add. Um, although the song that I was searching for about like the, around his breakthrough was uh, Gravity. Gravity was the song that I was looking for. Talking about up 16, driving in all these exotic cars. But He's actually was just talking about him being 16. I was just trying to look in my brain to find where it was at. And there it was. Um but yeah, there. That Thank is my. Those are my last. Those are my last few muddled thoughts about Young Boy. Um, we could take a break real quick if we could. Stefan, could you play damn Last Soul Survivor a little bit of it? Uh, we need people to help me find a sample for this song if it is in fact what I think it is. And we'll take a break and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. 
We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Micah, I wasn't lying. Like I literally, all I did last week was um, order boxing equipment and listen to NBA YoungBoy, and <laughs> so, even my gaming. Has did you off. did you listen like, to NBA YoungBoy perhaps through YouTube on a PS3? On a P- um, as you set up your heavy bag, <laughs> dog. Don't don't even let me. Play. Or was it on a Beats I- pill? I like, I just, I need, I need to know the specifics. Like, you know, I, you know, did you, did you crack open like a, like a package of, of, of Kirkland white teas beforehand or after? You're turning me into Dudley from Street Fighter. This is going to be great. (laughs) The the lifestyle. I live in Cleveland now. I have a garage. I mow the lawn. Like, come on now, bro. Uh, I did not do any of those things, unfortunately. I wish I had a PS3, uh, actually. Um, I don't know. What have you got what have you gotten into culturally speaking? Um, um so uh what you may not know is that there is a place where people from all walks of life can come together and through hard work and just talking to each other can overcome their differences with a little bit of laughter. Do you know where that place is? America. Bristol. No, it's oh. Bristol. There's, it's, it's, it's this. I was watching, I was watching Outlaws, um, which is uh, written by. Well, written is probably not the right. It's a BBC One program created by Stephen Merchant and Elton James, um, and it's got honestly Christopher Walken in it. That was like, I was just like Christopher Walken in a show with a colorful cast of, you know, misfits that probably through no fault of their, some fault of their own find themselves in 
impossible circumstances seems interesting enough to me. And it, it's, he's like, he's having a great time in it. He's doing the King of New York thing. Um, but it's basically like this fun romance between this young girl, uh, Ronnie, and this young boy who we think his name is Christian. Um, you know, hold for the twist. I'm not going to tell you what it is in case you want to watch it because it is a very fun show and it's only six episodes and it's on Amazon Prime. Um, oh, because it's British. Rainy, it's only six. I ain't going to deal with. Yes, yeah. Okay. Ray, like right. it's like Randy is You're halfway um, to selling me. Yeah. Randy is a young, uh, you know, promising future of Great Britain, United Colors of Benetton ad. I'm going to go to Oxford and cure racism with cancer research type of character. Like, and her parents are um, first generation first generation immigrants from Sri Lanka and um, Poland, respectively. Um, and I mean, like they, they, she makes allusions to them like having experienced great traumatic like state sanctioned violence in their time. Um, and she makes like a lot of concessions for that. And in their parent, like, you know, in the parenting style, although she finds it like very suffocating, um, you know, she tries to do her best. She does everything that she's asked, but still like, you know, she's incredibly frustrated and should be happier, but isn't you get it. This is, it's one of those types of things, but, Story sets of motion when she gets caught shoplifting. They think it's a one-time thing. Turns out not to be a one-time thing. This is where all of her frustration over her circumstance goes. Is she just kind of like snatches stuff that she could easily pay for. Um, because, you know, that's just the that's just why I like whatever. Anyway, she ends up in a community payback program with a bunch of people. Um, one who is the young, roguish, and handsome gang member, <laughs> uh, Christian, played by Gamba Cole, and their like little like rapport is honestly what sells the show. Like they're like they're very cute together. Like um, and you want it to work out. You know, good, good girl, you know, promise for bright future, good guy from bad side of the tracks, just trying to take care of his little sister, you know, having to unfortunately eventually make money and also ingratiate themselves to the adult world, body, 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 blah. Um, um, in addition to those two, there's an incompetent lawyer. There is a billionaire heiress with a 1.2 million followers on Instagram. There's Christopher Walken, um, aging grifter, confidence man. And there is like the the supervisor who is over everybody, like a kind of uh, just like an aggressively middle management middle manager like who's like everybody is laughing at and she's like but she's dead ass serious you know what i mean like it's it's she's one of those trying to ingratiate herself to the higher-ups uh but will never win their approval 
So it's just kind of like the question is who does she more identify with? Like the the band of misfits that she oversees picking up trash or the people that sit in the office that kind of laugh at her after she leaves. It's, you know, one of those situations. Um, but yeah, six episodes. And wait, they, you know, like they're, you, they're well done. Did you get into this show? Did you watch both seasons like recently or did you were you into this show like last year? No, I watched like a, a full season of this basically in a sitting yesterday. And oh, this shit. was okay. because I had seen ads for like the second season, which is now out. Okay. Right. Okay. Bad. Um, you know, my first question was going to be how old is Walken in this? But then I looked it up. Christopher Walken, 79 years old. Let's make some noise. Make some noise, Chris Walken. Um, he's seventy nine, bro, and he is idly like in a in like in a recent episode. He's supposed to be like you know standing watch, waiting for somebody to come back. You know, in a tense mm -hmm. situation where the group has gone out on a reconnaissance mission, and somebody's supposed to be back, but they're not yet. And so, like you know, you wait here, and we'll like you know be on the phone. And then he's so like, there's just like a montage of him doing old man shit. He's just like, well, I'm, I'm here. I got to find something to read. And so he pulls out a newspaper, tries to go to the bathroom. Bathroom is like taped up with police tape. So he goes next door and writes a note. He leaves a note. He's just like, back in five minutes, I need to go. Number two, Frank goes across to a bar and has a whole fucking adventure. Like it ends up singing, a, like, don't you wish a girlfriend was hot like me with like some girls at the bar in a karaoke number. Christopher Walken is just having a great time in this show. Mm. As always. As always. Yeah. Uh, As always. I feel like he's I feel like he's really good at doing that in, in late career roles. But wait, can I ask you another TV question real quick? I I, I will actually check out Outlaws. Outlaws sounds like something that might be like I, I, I'm a little burnt out on video games, although I'm like about to get back into Guilty Gear Strive, but I need I need a TV thing. On that note, Micah, mm -hmm. did you did you end up watching The Bear? I watched the first episode of The Bear. See, I run, I did the same thing. And you know what? You know, here's the thing. I'm curious what you think. I watched the first episode. I liked it a lot. I watched it with my wife. We were engaged, right? We were engaged watching it. It was engaging. But then I got to the end of the first episode of The Bear and I was just like, bro. Whatever, I, like, bro. I was no, like, it, I, like, it wasn't whatever. I was stressed out. I was just like, y'all can't do this to me. I can't be, you're not going to stress me out. I do not watch TV. Unless it's a horror thing. I'm not watching a show at a restaurant so I can feel like I am back working at the La Pond Quotidian in Bethesda, Maryland <laughs> in, during Obama's recession. Okay? That show stressed me out. Uh, if that show turned out, it apparently turned out great. People love that shit. I was hoping you watched it so you could tell me if it was. No, if it I, I did. I did okay. not finish it. Um, you just weren't feeling it. I just, you know, it was like very. I like I had a very similar experience to the one that you're describing. I watched it. I was like, oh, this is well done. Oh, this is really stylish. Oh, the costume is really good. Oh, I like the. Like the dialogue, the the one line about like the chef is a sign of respect thing is a little, you know, nasally, but like it's actually like it's like, you know, that's good. I, like I haven't seen that. And then I get to the end of it and I'm just kind of like, 
Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go watch season two of Justified now. And then I just ended up doing that. Not off, of, not off of any sort of, not because the two are related in any, in any way, but just because, you know, like, if I'm going to watch a story about a, you know, a white guy shaped by grief, like, it should be fun, like, with him having banter with, like, you know, Deputy Tim Gutters. I've done this a bunch of times. I'm going to go with <laughs> one that's, like, familiar. Yeah, I feel bad even thinking like that. It's just like, it was too stressful. It was too stressful. I'm sorry. Anybody, it, listeners who wanted to hear us talk about the bear at some point, I like, I like, there's, I want to watch it. Cause reser- it was, like, I'm reserving full judgment until I go back and finish it because I have no doubt that I will eventually. Yeah, um, for sure. But like, you know, I was just very, like, I was just cool on it at the time. Yes. Listen, I'm a fat boy. Of course, I'm going to watch a show about the restaurant. But damn, damn, <laughs> damn, 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 damn. Um, what other TV is the bear happened? We didn't do that. We haven't done any. We haven't talked about any of the Marvel shit. Like, what if we met? We I didn't see Multiverse Madness. Single I didn't see female Hulk. Oh yeah, She Hulk. Uh, yeah, there's a, it's there's at law. A, Yeah, the, is that gonna be good? Is that gonna be funny at least? It's like it didn't it. It's it's already it's already happened, didn't it? Or is it a Harvey Birdman type situation? Or is it no, no, no? no. It's funny that you say that because they actually have like a Bird Girl spinoff that's going on on HBO Max. Uh, Which I mean, like honestly, they just kind of eaten. Like uh, I mean, like as like the new season of Harley Quinn is also out, which is really mm -hmm. good. Um. But yeah, I mean, like I haven't watched, I haven't watched the, uh, I haven't watched the Hulk thing because, I, like, it's just it didn't the anything looked did anything about that look like I want to watch that to you? Like, I mean, I'm speaking to you, Charity. Listen, I watched Supergirl, so I can be very chaotic when it comes to some of this stuff. I enjoyed Supergirl. I, I mean, like, so and I watched Sandman I this like. past weekend, and I was like, and I was, this is pretty all right when I was watching it. I watched, I watched fully into the second episode. I'm not saying that my standards aren't all over the place, but in particular, like, I mean, like, there was just any of like the. It just looks. It, it just looks. <laughs> it looks like. Um, what was the what was the the short on Dexter's Lab? The one that was like they made up, like you know, it was the in-universe TV show that they made up so that so that Dexter and Man Dark could fight yeah. over uh could fight over figurines. Like, and it was and one of them was the infragable cronk. Like it was yeah. it, it, it was the super friend. I can't remember what it was, but then yeah, it, this looks like, like this is that show. <laughs> Feels like it's happening in the Dexter's Laboratory universe. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Wait. By the way, can I tell you a sad tragedy story? Is like Ringer ed- editor Eric came to me talk about some Sandman. I was like writing a pitch document. He came to me talk about Sandman. I was like, oh shit! They got my man Thomas Hayden Church back. <laughs> he do. They gave him a Sandman <laughs> show, and that's not what it is apparently. <laughs> 
I legit got so excited. I was like, they no, gave Thomas a Church Marvel of thing. Show. It's another, it's another Marvel thing. It's not a Thomas A. Church thing. I don't care. I'm sorry. It's Tom it Surridge. It's Tom Surridge. It's the dude from uh from Pirate Radio. Uh is 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 the Sam is the king of dreams. That's what the show's about. But he's so not Spider Man, Sad Man. He's Morpheus. No, oh, his name is Morpheus. He's Morbius, it's, though. It's we White Morpheus. Did that. Yes. It's White Morpheus. Tom Sturge. Wait, is did you White okay Morpheus. on that note, did you see Morbius? I still haven't seen that shit. <laughs> I actually was in a situation that? where like I like I was I was my my, my girlfriend's fight was leaving before mine and mm. so I had time to kill in like I had time to kill in New York in like the middle of the day and I was yeah. just like oh more Morbius is showing in 15 minutes <laughs> oh, no! so I went and sat in the movie theater and I did like and I just watched knowing that I was going to leave you know at some <laughs> like at any point at any point I can get up when it when I feel like it's getting a little tight and I need to make the flight like is 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 the is the is the mindset that I watched Morbius with, and it was still annoying. Like I was like I was actually like when it gets to the um, I don't know. Like if you I don't know if you know anything about the plot where it's just kind of like Jared Leto, sick and dying doctor, rare blood disease, winner of several Nobel Peace Prizes, but going to die by the ripe old age of 27 goes to South America to find vampire bats and possibly a cure comes back as a vampire his other his only friend in the world who has the exact same rare blood disease is you know like heir to as the son of some British dignitary some guy who invented money, whatever. He's, his son has a rare blood disease and Morbius and him are friends. But when Morbius, like, you know, finally shares his dark secret, the guy's just kind of like, well, I want some of that too. And finds a way through nefarious means to get his hands on a sample of Morbius's blood and like then goes running wild through the city like we could be gods. That's the whole, like, that's the plot of it. But the showdown is, <clears throat> the showdown is like, you know, at the top of this, is on the top of a uh, high-rise building and it's raining after Jared Leto and uh, stock female lead share, you know, dying kiss that is, you know, like weirdly hot for the situation. And then like the, the, the thing, like it's, it's totally CGI and I'm just like, you could be playing a video game and it's not like tight or in a fun way. Um, sort of like when in Matrix Reloaded, when Neo rises up uh, flying um, from, from the mansion out in the hills, but it's not 2003. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's that kind of quality of like CGI. <laughs> um, and so like the and like the battle was just kicking off in earnest. Like it was like maybe like the first couple exchanges, you know, like where bad guy gets punched through building and says, and you know, adjusts jaw and says that that was a good one. It was that stage of the of the fight. 
<laughs> and I got up and I walked out and I got in the lift and I went to the airport. Damn. That is my review of Morpheus. <laughs> but that's a flex, bro. This is the thing. I'm glad you brought up the thing too about the video gaminess of it. Because to me, I'm I'm just saying this about Marvel movies. I'm not saying it about DC movies. I'm not even saying it about other Disney shit like Star Wars. The way they could fix it's kind of in the spirit of you just walking out of the theater because you was watching it with the sense of going to the airport. They can fix these movies, the theatrical versions of these movies. If they give me and me individually and personally a little like PlayStation controller and give me the option in the theater to skip cutscene, you know, because so you, like, want, you want like, every movie that you see in the theater. To, <laughs> I'm not done talking. You want every movie that you see in the theater to see to be Bandersnatch. You want to you want it to be like an interactive press dot right on the D pad press press right on the D pad to bear your soul type of thing like it's uh, yes yeah <laughs> okay all right yep. the future of of moviegoing from Justin Charity it's just everything you described about does not make better movies but make make Skip make movies <laughs> more have more user agency. Yeah, it's just that everything you said about Morbius, it, again, you don't want to walk down. Everything you said about Morbius, <laughs> I just imagine myself that sitting is, there being that, like, that is my controller, seat. is my legs. <laughs> I gotta get up, I can get up and leave. You're not gonna make this movie. You are gonna make Morbius better. How are you gonna make Morbius better? Except oh, I by putting. Gonna, I, like, exactly. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to do that. Yes, maybe this is, like, there is a particular venue for this kind of thing. It should have been like a straight to Netflix. You play it with, you know, like your controller at home thing. Yeah, it, it would have been ex- extremely digestible in that way. I agree. Honestly, maybe you could do it with any movie where like Jared Leto is talking. It's just like, because that think of that satisfaction when you skip a cutscene in a game, especially when the, the, the prompt comes up. So it pauses everybody talking. It is like, you sure you want to skip this? And it's like, hell yeah, I want to skip this shit. <laughs> you want the power to do that. We got to change <laughs> the paradigm. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime he starts getting breathy and his shoulders get really high, you know, like in 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 relation to his neck muscles, is like when you gotta yes, skip the skip the breathy skip Jared Leto scene. <laughs> skip cutscene. Oh no. Um yeah, I don't know, man. Marvel lost plot a long time ago. We'll talk about one of these things eventually. It just hasn't happened. I haven't seen, you know what I mean? Like, I was moving. I was hacked. I was playing Fallout 2. I was listening to NBA Youngboy. I got a lot going on. Um, uh, Mikey, you got anything else this week? <laughs> um, hmm. No. Uh-uh. I don't have anything else this week. Nothing else uh, to share. Uh, I don't know. I, who knows? However, if like, again, if you do know, like if that if you have more sensitive ears than ours, or if you produce that song, please do let us know if that was the Final Fantasy sample on <clears throat> the Lost Soul Survivor. What are we gonna do with that information? Absolutely nothing. We'll thank you for it. You know, we just want to know. It's an itch we gotta scratch. So email us at soundonlypod at gmail.com. Just do it. Just do it. Email is about whatever, really. But specifically that sample. Even if you're trying to keep that sample under wraps because you're not trying to play royalties to Square Enix or whatever. We're, just, we're not going to... We won't. Hush, hush, we, you know? We can't be compelled. Yeah. You know? 
Uh, the information is just for us. I'm Justin Charity. And I'm Mike Peters. Shouts out to our producer, Stefan Anderson. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>